Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today, I have Ryan. I'm glad you guys are here. We've got a great show for you tonight. We got Phil Collins here to so stick around. Oh, I can feel it. I'm back, and you can't hear <laughs> <do> your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> oh, man. So we got Ryan, then we got Nick here. The tripod back together. Oh, so yeah. Doing another Star Wars movie. In the morning. So let me ask you guys. Best time. There's no bad time for Star Wars. Are you guys tired of Star Wars yet? Or you're just like, give me more Star Wars? I'm getting Wars. back into it. I'm getting back, I'm I'm getting getting back deep, into deep it, Deep in too. the tunnel. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm feeling it now. I'm not going to lie. After watching this movie, I think I might be a Star Wars fan. Oh, we're winning them over. Karate mats. Here we I go. Was, I, I was, knew it. I knew this would be the one. We I were going to do uh, Revenge of the Sith, but this was a better well, I got, gateway drug for producer Ryan. I got to stop you guys right there before we go you know, mm. deep into it. But yes, before we yes. take the gloves off, let's nice talk teaser. about another glove. <laughs> All right. right. So All right. let's. This, I, <laughs> the glove I, underneath this glove. Let's, uh, <laughs> this is a whole different glove. So I heard about this last week uh, from where I usually get my movie news at, but it was just such a crazy story that that I just didn't believe it. Um, I don't know if you heard about it, Nick, but it is the Michael Jackson musical yes. for the love of a glove. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so I, I th- it was so absurd Poorly conceived um, idea. <laughs> so it is about Michael Jackson, and it's a mockumentary, I believe, I believe or it's, so, something yeah. like that, where it's a okay. mockumentary. Um, the, I'm, probably, I'm getting some of this wrong, but the gist of it is his glove is an alien that and is the main reason behind the molestation accusations. Oh, wow. And because Goodness. the glove desires the the blood of sure. virgin boys. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So, so I didn't believe it. Is because that in poor taste? Is that in poor taste? It's a little in poor taste. That is in poor taste. <laughs> yeah, it's a little yes, in poor taste. So I've seen things you know, worse in poor taste, but this is that that's up there for now. So, but... You know, the glove is an alien, and that's what was behind like the accusations sure. and everything. Who and, is uh, who is conspiring? Who's making this? Who's making this? I'd yeah. have, I, there was talks that Johnny Depp was going to produce it, and I'd have to look. Yeah, of Johnny, course, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp is. The, I was going to say he's developing a biopic. I think he's not developing it anymore. He's out. Well, I think shocking. he might be out because <laughs> he doesn't like, have any PR yeah, problems, right? <laughs> this is from like a news uh, article like a couple hours ago. I think that he's he's, he's just now, like, oh, so, right he, so once the news broke, he's like, oh no, no, he's like, no, I'm not touching that. I'm going to invest more money in my island. (laughs) (laughs) So I think as far as like the writer, he was just like, he wanted to do a documentary or something like about Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. And then he brought up the whole alien thing. And then they're just like, well, maybe not that. And he's just going (laughs) ahead with it. Just, just because. (laughs) It's like, oh, I want to pay tribute to this wonderful artist, but. I want to focus on this terrible, terrible yeah. thing. <laughs> well, I, think, I would say I, I watched the Leaving Neverland documentary, the two-parter on HBO uh-huh. and the little special afterward, and it was a really, really hard watch, right? Wow. And what you find is once it's over, you engage with other folks, some that have seen it, some that haven't seen it, but most that are huge Michael Jackson fans, yeah. and they cannot... Like it's one side or the other. Yeah. They cannot marry two. Like he was a great musician and a terrible person. They can't go there. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, not not touching it, not touching it. I'm gonna listen to Billy Jean or whatever. <laughs> I, I have a hard time listening to his music now, even though like I still obviously respect him as an artist. Grew up with him, loved a lot of his songs. But after that documentary, like I just couldn't, I couldn't shake it anymore. Yeah, I'll have to watch that one because it's that, rough, that yeah, all blew yeah, up rough, when I was right, like, yeah. I think I was like eight or something. 
So that that all blew up when I was there, and he was found innocent, right? So he was well, more or less. <laughs> OJ, OJ was innocent, you know. I'm just gonna say you got to watch the documentary. Oh, it, I'm gonna watch the documentary. The, because... People who have a lot of money and can get powerful yeah, attorneys. Yeah. He had like kids that were all victims turning against each other in a calculated way. I mean, it was so even I, I would always tell people like, yeah, like yeah, just a lot of money being handed out and manipulation of the parents. Did you ever see the uh, what's the documentary that we always talked about on Netflix uh, where the kids he gives his daughter away and she gets abducted? abducted oh, in oh, yeah. abducted abducted in OK, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. is like a referendum on like the manipulation of a con man that does, you know, is a is a pedophile. for And, and I thought, like, even if you don't want to talk about Michael Jackson, the pedophile, Leaving Neverland is like a, it's like an expose on how you manipulate. How people. long is that documentary? Not just manipulate the kid, but manipulate the parents and everybody around them. Uh, it's a two parter, so I think each part's like an hour and a half. Okay. And then I highly recommend the after show, which talks to the grown up kids wow. in person. Also. So it's crazy. That's so interesting. crazy. But that's uh, that's always a hard thing. Or it's like, really hard uh, to watch. No, no, well, like in general, with artists and the things that they do, separating humanity their, has a hard time works. marrying. Like they can be a great person and an awful person at the same time. But that's what humans are. They're, yeah, most yeah. of them are like right. that. You know. But uh, like, okay, there's a bunch of different people that, uh, like. If you were just to, to judge their work just because of the person they are, then yeah. we're, we're not going to like anything. Yeah. I mean, uh, do I have to take R. Kelly off my iPod? <laughs> I got to take him off? Ignition is pretty cool. So. <laughs> I believe yeah, I can he fly. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. Space Jam right there. So that's <laughs> not bad, right? <laughs> Can't just erase it. <laughs> uh, what is that? Bobby Brown and... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. My prerogative. <laughs> we're not going like, to sing every one of these. Don't turn my mic off. <laughs> like... The message in the the music doesn't carry over. Like you know, it's it's not the. It's, well, it's like the he gave all this money for starving children. He did a lot of charity work. He did a man in the mirror is an unbelievable song. Like all that's real still. Yeah, but yeah. he also was a terrible person in his private life. Yes, yes. or was it the glove? And he was a victim. <laughs> and he was a victim himself. So now are we supposed to say it's okay because he was a victim right. when Tyler, he was young? You, so uh, who knows? You pose a pretty strong argument. Maybe it was. <laughs> Maybe the it glove. was the glove. It's probably the alien inside the glove. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous. His thing. fans would love to believe it. So, wait. Yeah. So it, it was also the the singing talent, the glove, or that was all Michael Jackson. It was all the glove. Yeah, uh, you put the glove on. You're a great singer, but it comes at a price. It's like I have a Stephen King novel. We won't stay on it too long. But one of the more insidious things that you find is also his estate and his family backs him like a thousand percent. And by backing him, they smear the victims. So not only were they victims the first time, now they're going to be victims again as they're smeared to defend this guy's legacy after he's gone. Mm. He's gone now. I mean, at this point. We should just tell the truth, I think. Yeah, but, just get yeah. it out there. People just don't do that. You just watch the South Park episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, right? that's ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> blanket fly. Fly blanket. That's a good one, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah that, that one's solid. All right. Back to movie news. So, did you guys catch the Black Widow trailer at all? I saw it. I yeah, saw it too. Saw it too. Oh, yeah. A lot of trailers yeah. this week, actually. Yeah, so, there's yeah. some dropping on Monday too. I think the James Bond trailer. I got it. I saw it's already out. Trailer Bond too. is already out. Oh, that's right. You yeah. know, I did see the Bond trailer. It's the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm so looking for Monday, <laughs> and I think Wonder Woman is dropping Monday Wednesday, too. As Monday well. or Wednesday? Yeah, yeah Monday. Yeah, yeah. I think looking Monday forward to that. I got to check those out. But what is that? Samuel L. Jackson. What are they doing to him? Are they just like giving him some sort of like special like? skin creams or whatever injecting you like, with like anti-age I sort of wondered in the trailer like are they jumping timelines they gotta be jumping timelines well they're just going it's in that period after Civil War 
So that's what I heard. It's that period. But after they're obviously the Civil going War. backwards to her training. Yeah. And I feel like there's got to be some in between there somewhere. No. Some, as far as the time jump. Yeah, I think there's going to be like two or three different after, I think it's just between that's Civil it? War okay. and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I think that's really about it. But I don't know. I think that's just what I heard. I found the tone to be a little darker than what we're used to, at mm-hmm. least trailer wise. Again, producer Ryan <laughs> would tell me they can cut it into no, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a kids movie, man. They're going to be we, cracking jokes all over the place, <laughs> yeah, right? killing people. <laughs> yeah. That's usually how it is. They're cracking jokes as they killed like 20 yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> It seems dark, but not. They're all murderers. They all kill those criminals. <laughs> you get you get a glimpse of Jeremy Renner also, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You get you see who the new bad guy is. Taskmaster. Uh, Taskmaster. Yeah, that's Taskmaster. Who it is. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, who might be a girl this time around? So. Okay, yeah, it looks like a girl, right? right? So yeah, and I thought I thought it was cool looking. It. I read an article that talked about how after the trailer broke, it was clear that this movie was made like four or five years too late. And I would just say like, I'm glad we're getting it. But why didn't we get this movie earlier? I just don't get that. I feel like there's going to be something else in it that helps introduce maybe like other characters because I think this is technically like the first like the movie setup, the of setup. Phase 4. Yeah. So yeah. although this is, you know, in a different but timeline. But she died. Or did she? Are we going to retcon that? I no, mean, probably, no, no, no one's no, really no. ever gone. Yeah. I mean, they could just bring it for another time. But, like, you know, all right. it, it makes sense. It makes sense because they want to have a strong lead for this next phase. Well, none of us loved Captain Marvel, right? As I recall, yeah. we all, I thought it was fine. I'd we have to rewatch it. Fine. But I thought it was just, just fine. Yeah, right? it yeah, it was fine. We enjoyed it to a certain degree, but we're not going back to it over oh, and yeah. over again, right? No, we're not. I think Black Widow was a character that had already built up a reputation. Agreed. People liked Agreed. Her. Yeah, yeah. Why did they give it to Captain Marvel, who ended up doing not a ton in Endgame anyway? Yeah. Right? When yeah. they could have done a Black Widow movie, it's kind of a wasted opportunity. Yeah. And now they're like, true, well, we'll true. give you. We'll give it to you now. Now that you're dead. Fact. Yeah, now that, <laughs> but now that we killed you and everybody got mad about it, we're going to go ahead. I and, feel like uh, there, there's going to be something in there yeah. that's going to extend, that's going to carry the story more in phase four because this is the first technically phase four movie. I think they did say it was Spider-Man, but I think they redconned that toward them. That's the end of phase three. And uh, yeah, we, and so we lose track. Of the phases, like top, but yeah, my but. fear is that like, okay, you can say whatever you want about the phases. And obviously you know, for three phases, they've done a pretty good job of carrying mm-hmm. that line all the way through, but starting to feel like they're making up as they go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem with the, the new Star Wars trilogy. Make it up as you yeah. go. We can kind of feel that as we watch it. I hope Marvel isn't doing that. I hope you're right. It has a, some, yeah, some think, sort of connection. I think it issue. does, but we'll find out when we watch it as far as like, no, they plan this yeah, ahead. Because yeah. usually that's what they do. They plan ahead like years in advance. They're pretty good at that. Yeah. that. But this one does feel like, well, we better just give her a movie to keep yeah. everybody happy. There's got to be something else in but there. But yeah, so. it's one of those things. If it's setting it up, if uh, this is in between the uh, Infinity War and... Um, what was that Civil War or whatever? Or what yeah. That? Yeah, Civil it's... War and Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. So if they set it up... At the very end of uh, Infinity War, when they're bringing all these people in, if they were introducing new characters in this Black Widow movie, it would make sense that they would have appeared in the. Uh, I would think Infinity so. War. In the end, yeah. in the. Yeah giant fight at the end of Endgame. And then I would have figured one. that the internet would have already blown up and been like, oh, look. Did, look you, at see all the, did so you see this so, person? Yeah. Uh, he was here. Right. He was there and stuff like that. Uh, we'll, I do we'll like that it. they went with the heavy set. Uh, da- uh, what's his name from Stranger Things? Oh, David Harbour. David, David Harbour has yeah. what's Captain Russia? Or yeah, what's that guy's name? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, the, like, ca- <laughs> he's the Russian Captain America. Yeah, he's like, hilarious. the suit still fits. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. At least they got a little bit in there. Yeah, yeah. I did hear one rumor that, well, I don't know about rumors. We're just here to say basically that maybe Colossus might be in this one oh, because of Russia would be and everything. It'd be a good way to introduce the Colossus. X-Men, yeah, yeah. Just certain... Is it a good a Black Widow movie? Is a good way to introduce? The I X-Men? mean, they're Russian, so 
I feel like just introduce an X-Men character here and there, and that's all you need. You don't have to get the team together just yet. Just kind of introduce them, inject them into their, like, here and there. Like they did with Deadpool. I worry how they're going to treat the X-Men. I hope they get it right. I think they will. Yeah, I hope they get it right also. (laughs) I heard heard from a different source that they were talking to... uh, Mark Ruffalo about ideas for like Hulk movies, and he's mm. just like, "What about Hulk versus Wolverine?" Yeah, so, I heard that too. That I read that. Dope. Yeah, 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 that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. <laughs> but so. who's Wolverine? A new Wolverine? Are we Danny get... DeVito? No. I don't oh know. yeah, <laughs> heck yeah, man! It's that guy from High School Musical. Is that the guy? That... Zach Efron. Zach Efron. I don't know. I don't know. I or do... the guy from the Rocket Man uh, and uh, Kingsman. Oh, uh, what's his name? Taron. Yeah, Taron Edgerton. There's something, or something or I yeah. can't even say. So I name. remember a comic line. It wasn't Marvel Zombies. It was a different zombie comic for okay. X Men. And Wolverine is the only one that hasn't been infected by the virus of zombies because of his healing gene yeah. or whatever. And Hulk is a is a zombie, and he ends up biting off oh, cool. uh, Wolverine's <laughs> arm, and it doesn't grow back. So, oh, yeah. wow. He's just got one, one arm now. It's just crazy. That is wow. pretty crazy. That's intense. Yeah, they do some cool stuff with the comic lines. Yeah, too, yeah, man. Zombies <laughs> I, sometimes I wish like they that just... sounds like just some crazy... One-to-one Mary. <laughs> I have heard, and I want to read it, but I want to read it when it's all done. Uh, DC did the... DC Deceased. And that's mm. where it's like a zombie one. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And so, yeah. like, just for example, they kind of did it where, like, a speedster, like, Flash gets infected and they just infects as many people as he possibly oh, can. Wow. Throughout Speaking the of your favorite topic and dead people, uh, Schneider uh, announced that Batman was going to die. At the oh, end of his arc yeah. Arc of a DC comic or oh, DC Oh, my films. gosh. He's always announcing <laughs> this was going to happen. That was going to happen. <laughs> they were going to so, kill Batman. <laughs> so, apparently, like, with this whole Snyder Cut thing, like, Subway was even backing it, too, as well. Like, he was really? getting help from, like, fast food chains, too. To. Mm. Subway did some sort of retweet as far as like however many retweets to well, you know, there was a there was charity and... one article about it. There was a five hour and ten minute cut that existed oh, or something. And one but the actual cut was three twenty four or something yeah, like that. Spe- speaking of which, uh, going back a little bit. Uh, are you gonna hate Subway because of Jared Fogel? Uh, I think oh, I yeah. did. I think I took a break for a while, but then went back. <laughs> then went back. Yeah. I mean, you know, they should have a better vetting process, but it's just commercials. He's been part of Subway for so long. But they're sad. I always thought he was creepy. They're yeah, sandwich- he just had a creepy. weird look yeah. to him. You know? yeah. But they're sandwich artists, musical artists, sandwich artists. No, no that's not. That's not sandwich. <laughs> that's art. the same thing. <laughs> they don't have. If you're local, bread. go to Capriati's. Do yourself a favor. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. yeah. I like Porta Subs. Porta Subs okay. Yeah. Porta Subs. Well, they don't, they don't have sourdough bread at Subway. Jim, they Jimmy, do have John, Jimmy John's had some PR problems. It's a very basic sandwich, but they do it well. So yeah. I took a break from them also, <laughs> but went back. Capriati's, though. Yeah, Capriati's. If you're going to do it, do it right. I like the Bobby. Yeah. So Snyder Cut was getting help with that. Then it was, yeah, Batman was going to die. Then it was sure. five hours. It was actually three and a half hours. <laughs> so there was a lot that's just a coming lot there. out now. So it's I just, still want to see it. I um, actually think, like, do you think it would make $100 million at the box office domestically? Uh, with the Snyder fans, I think it could. I think it would. I think, I think, I think it think would it at least could. make that How much. many Snyder fans are there? At least three. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder. Included, Are you counting including, including Zack okay, Snyder. All right. All right. You're not including me. It's you two. It's Zack, Zack Snyder. Snyder, Jason Momoa, who says he's seen the Snyder cut. And, and who else? They uh, all claim Jesse it's Eisenberg. real. Why yeah, not? Just, for sure, Jesse, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. No, the guy, who, uh, Deathstroke, also released something on Twitter. Oh, uh, Joe released, Pizza. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Pizza, the guy yeah. from True Blood. Yes. <laughs> he was like, uh, here's some pictures, again, that look exactly like what we've seen already from the Snyder cut released the 
Schneider cut. Right. I, I just heard about this and I want to get involved. <laughs> I actually so, thought his Deathstroke looked pretty cool, though. It did end. look pretty cool. Like, he looked fine. Right? It was yeah, just, yeah. just yeah. too bad it went absolutely nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> um, but I guess why uh, is he on a boat though? That was a little bit weird. They but. were starting a, as soon as he said that. Jesse Eisenberg's like, we're gonna start a league of their of our <laughs> own. As soon as he said that, I thought the Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> 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 A league of their own. Yeah, we get Rosie O'Donnell in there. Yeah. We're gonna start a baseball league. <laughs> stroke. First, we gotta do this. Then we can go into whatever. Once we take over the world, league. huge baseball league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be amazing. We're gonna team up with Subway. Foot oh, longs yeah. for everybody. <laughs> so uh, I heard. So Peter Skarsgård recently got cast in the new Batman movie. So the Matt Reeves Batman. Peter Skarsgård. Okay. So right. the rumor is hasn't been confirmed yet, but the rumor is he's gonna be Two Face. And okay, all right. What? Wait, didn't you always say this? Didn't you say someone else no. is going to be Two Face? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think so because oh, it was okay. uh, right. Colin Farrell. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Line. It was um, Paul Dano Paul is uh, Riddler, Riddler, which I think the Riddler might be the main villain in I this one. Taturo. So. Um, oh, John Taturo is going to be the Falcones or the yeah Falcones. Yeah, okay, that's who I got so. mixed up with. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so now we've got Two Face. Yeah. Is he going to be Harvey Dent, the lawyer, or what's what's? I don't know. It's just it's just all we know is he's cast. I hope it's just the lawyer. I hope. So too slow, slow build. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting if they just inject it. It's just you have all your villains ready to go, mm. so you don't have to do any more origin stories. You know, we're doing but. Empire this week, and it was nice to see Billy D, who's coming back for Rise of Skywalker. And I always remember that there's that script that leaked online for Batman Three, the Tim Burton yes. one. Yes, yes. Uh, Batman Forever. It was Batman. Forever. I think it was yeah. Batman Forever. But uh, <laughs> Billy D transitions into uh, Two Face, which would have been incredible because <laughs> you get to see him a little bit. You know, so that, he actually does cool. become Two Face in the Lego Batman movie. Oh, he does. Yeah, he voices. Oh, he voices. He voices Harvey Dent Two Face in okay, that. Yeah. So yeah, but he does do that. We might as well just watch the Lego Batman. We should. Yeah, we, we should, should do that one at some point. Yeah. Like right, that, so. <laughs> right when the, the Robert Patterson. Batman comes out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, watch watch the, yeah, we'll do a comparison. Just yeah. kind of look at both of them. So, um, yeah, but Ghostbusters is coming out Monday. Uh, we've got the title of it too. It's Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about this? Ghostbusters Afterlife. Afterlife. There yep. you go. Afterlife. So, I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, I like the Ghostbusters, but I'm not a huge mega fan with it. I so. love the Ghostbusters. It's it's one of my top 25 movies of all time. Ghostbusters one, and I actually I ride for the sequel also in 1989. I was surprised to find out they released some information, a couple of posters. It looks like it's not taking place in New York, which is a little weird. Mm, it looks like it's mm-hmm. rural somewhere in Oklahoma or something like that. Okay. And then it looks like Paul Rudd isn't going to be grown-up Oscar, although uh-huh. we're not totally sure. He's like a professor who like is a fan of the Ghostbusters back um, in the day. And then somehow it's Carrie Coon's character and her kids that are somehow related to a Ghostbuster. We just don't know who or what. Right. So, but... I trust Jason Jason Reitman, the son of Ivan Reitman from the first two films. Obviously, he's made a bunch of movies I love up in the air. He's a must-see director for me. Uh, Juno, Tully. He made a couple other films that are decent, but not super, super good. But I think like he can put something together that's not just going to be funny, uh, true to spirit, but also like a little bit of emotion in there. And mm, I think right. that's mm. what they were leading to yeah, yeah. when they released some of this footage. So I'm looking forward to the trailer. And it's got Paul Rudd. Paul yeah, Rudd, everyone's yeah. favorite kid from Stranger Things. Yeah, I do like <laughs> Carrie Paul Coon Rudd. is really like good too. too. I mean, she was unbelievable in The Leftovers. She yes. was good in Fargo, so she's a great actress also. Yeah. Plus, you get the originals back. 
So I wonder if they're going to infuse. It's called Afterlife, so it makes me like, are we going to see Bill Murray as a ghost? Are oh, we going to see Harold man. Ramis as a ghost? What are we? Are we going to see something? Like, is <laughs> yeah. that okay to put him in the movie since he's passed away? Like, I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to do. I'm exactly. sure you'd be fine with it. If it's, he would be if fine, it, if yeah. it, you know, for the movie and everything. He, he directed one <laughs> Not... of the greatest comedies of all time, Groundhog Day. He wrote a bunch of the National Lampoon mm-hmm. movies. He's a he wouldn't care. I would you know, think that yeah. like that's in the spirit of who he was. It's not like that one movie where it's like with the Vietnam dogs or something, and they're just completely yeah. recreating James Dean. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. originally that is weird. Originally, I do kind of I that sits uneasy. That makes me uneasy it, a little bit. You know, it does too, especially because before they were trying to get the rights to do Elvis's image yeah. as yeah. the main character, yeah. and they couldn't do it, so they got James Dean. So it's like, okay, this is obviously we'll settle for a dead cash, James you know, This is obviously crazy. a cash yeah. thing and like a technical thing. So it's just <laughs> you got whatever rights to a dead person you could get. And now you're gonna use it, so it's that's ridiculous. It's a little odd. It's, I think they're like it just seems like they're just trying to build up publicity with this weird, strange thing. Like it's it's no also one, like we no have we have big stars now. Why are we exactly from the past? exactly? Yeah. That's like a shot at Brad you got Pitt. James Franco, like, who looks exactly we, yeah, like we got Franco. Yeah, exactly. He's basically James Dean right now. <laughs> Go get him. He's, he's I think know. they just want a hook. They just want some sort of gimmick to drum up yeah. some steam for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of makes me feel uneasy. I'm not necessarily against Agreed. it. Agreed. Art is art, but it makes me feel a little bit weird. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's a cash grab. But there's sure. already there's already actors out there that are struggling to get jobs. And if I was an actor, I'd be like, "What the hell? You're gonna give a you're gonna yeah, give a job to like, a the- computer? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking all our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they took our jobs." <laughs> so uh, my last little bit of movie news I got here is uh, Adam Sandler is threatening to make a terrible movie if he doesn't win an Oscar in 2020. So, well, they, they, the uh, Gemstones, or what's that movie he's got uh, coming out? He's uh, His role in the Safety Brothers, Uncut Gems. Uncut so, Gems. Uncut Gems. And there is some buzz there. Has, but... he been, has he been threatening this for like the past couple of years and, and <laughs> no, going just, through with it? I guess just this week he's been... <laughs> he was nominated for a Golden Globe and Punch Drunk Love, if I recall, which yeah, I yeah, actually yes. thought was a pretty dang I, good performance. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anything else he's done has been worthy, as I recall. Right. What about Click? <laughs> about Jack and Jill? I mean, Billy Madison <laughs> comes very <laughs> close. No, that was Al Pacino that should have got it. Six, but... <laughs> so, what, what concerns me about this is now he's threatening to make a terrible movie, and I'm just like, what about all these other yeah, movies you made? On... <laughs> yeah, that's that not a threat. That, that you was just him strung just, out like yeah. five of your last six yeah. are basically that. What I'm are you curious about? to see like if you actively try to make something this bad. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see how it would be. Like, it, I kind of don't want him to win it just because I want to see how bad. He Some can of make his this. good ones are actually bad movies, but like. Uh, uh, like Big Daddy, it's kind of a bad oh, yeah, movie, no, but yeah. it's Big so Daddy's enjoyable, yeah, right? Yeah. And then like Little Nicky, it's it's he starts to lose the thread a little yeah, bit. No, there, I like, but Little still Nikki. enjoyable. <laughs> but still some, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think what he was doing was he was he was showing you that he can make bad movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is him not trying, but if he tries to make a bad movie, it's you're gonna, gonna be worse. It. Than you're gonna I will say the, the Pete, if Paul Thomas Anderson did Punch Drunk Love, right? So I think like that proved he can act. So if it's worthy, I think he'll he, get can yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, he can I act. Yeah, I definitely. Think I want to see act. him do a. Re- I want to see him actually try to make a bad movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Because who in Hollywood has been saying we're going to make a really bad movie? Other than Tommy Wiseau, you know, like Uwe Boll. <laughs> what Uwe Boll? Is that how you pronounce his name? He's the guy that did all these video game movies. He did oh, post, yeah. uh, oh. postal. Um, oh God! Uh, <laughs> is he, act- he actively is trying to make bad movies? Well, or I, it's just the result. I remember. That's right. I remember there was this huge thing that he would make movies, and then critics would say they're terrible. So he set up this boxing ring, and he said he would box any of his critics that would. Uh, did anybody that, take him up on it? I think so. I oh think my so. God. And he actually beat up some dude. <laughs> wow! He actually physically beat up a guy. Yeah. yeah. 
That's actually really interesting. That is. What about our buddy from uh, the Human Centipede? What's oh that yeah, oh, yeah. German Tom. You Six know, it's, it, it concerns me that that's all he's done, and that's all he'll ever do is the Human. No, he's centipede got another one coming, movies. and my oh, I it? would anticipate that it's going to be another a Human Centipede, movie. or no, it's not a Human. It's something oh, okay. else. Yeah. But it, it's that it's that confidence is saying that I know it's terrible, and I'm going to make du- it. double down yeah. on that yeah. terribleness. <laughs> yeah, triple down. <laughs> oh my gosh! So that's all I got for movie news. You guys there, there was a couple other trailers. The No Time to Die trailer did come out, and you got your oh, first yes. look at um, the Lady James Bond, mm-hmm. Lady 007. I'm not sure if she's 007. I, I think she is. Um, and he looks good. You got a glimpse of Christoph Waltz from Spectre. Yeah, and I Still think they're gonna like. I think they're gonna be able to retcon some of the crappiness of Spectre because I didn't like that one and kind of move it. Uh, to a nice climax. I, mm-hmm. I think Spectre it was intended to be Dan- Daniel Craig's last one, but it wasn't very good. So I think this will work pretty, uh, I pretty the well. I thought one before that was going to be his last one too. Well, Skyfall was the one that was, you know, a lot of people consider it the best James Bond movie ever. Really? Um, I don't think really? that, but I really enjoyed serious? it. It's the highest grossing one. By wow. far the highest grossing mm-hmm. one. But Sam Mendes, who did Skyfall, came back for Spectre and that's when they tried to turn Quantum into Spectre and kind of turn, you know, it's they kind uh-huh. of try to world build a little bit, but it didn't quite work. They also brought Blowfield back and Christoph Waltz as a bad guy. You would think that would work and it right. totally undercut The writing yeah. was terrible. Oh, so, but they bring him back in this one. He's kind of like the Hannibal Lecter in prison and leading them to the Rami Malek bad guy. So uh-huh. there is a cool vibe to it. And um, the Anna Diarmas and the new Lady James Bond, forgive me, I forget her name. Uh, they are like fighting and stuff. So I think the female characters are also transitioning, not just to eye candy, but into other stuff too. So far, like what I saw, it made me feel pretty good about it. And I think this will for sure, it looks like it'll be Craig's last one. I okay. think this is it. The, for sure. <laughs> I think it yeah. feels like they're going to send him off in the just right like way. Just like West Bentley and cocaine. This is just the last one. One more line. One more line. And last then the Mulan time. trailer. Anybody catch that? No, no I didn't I'm even not. know. It job. was incredible. Really? I was really surprised. I posted it. I should have posted it on, on, uh, real watch i'll do that after the pod but uh it's an incredible trailer i kept waiting for like an animated bird or something to show up <laughs> and it's like a straight like you ever see them what's the movie with tom cruise the last samurai oh okay. yeah it has like yeah. a last samurai vibe to it <laughs> it looks like they spent a lot of money on it they treated the material with a lot of respect yeah and they have like uh there's some mysticism in there too but nothing like it, they're get, that's the most serious disney movie based off of a cartoon at least right. that I've seen so and far. And it's supposed to be like straight, no musical, no You gotta singing, watch the no trailer. Yeah, I'm okay. telling you, like I was taken aback. Like okay. I was like, oh I, I was I started the first ten seconds of it and I was like walking out the door and I was like, let me sit down for this. And I mm-hmm. sat down, I was like, wow, that's a great trailer. I want to watch that trailer. <laughs> that looks legit. Okay. All right. And it's a female director, uh Nikki Caro or something. She did a couple movie a long time ago that I liked. Uh so I think they're 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 stretching out a little bit. Okay. They're taking some chances. When I heard that they weren't gonna have movies I was like, I was going to start a riot. So like, I love Mushu. But if they're going the more serious route, it's then, serious. Then yeah. I guess, Not you know, totally you serious, have a talking but dragon, like legit but... serious. And, okay. and, and it looks well cast and, and just like it looks epic. You know what I mean? Like, you think it that has, might like, be an epic vibe to the it. best live action Disney movie or most of them I don't like. So I'm the wrong person yeah, to ask. To, Do you I'm like any to... of those? Oh, the live the, action yeah, the ones? remake live action. Like Beauty and the Beast you know, was okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I haven't I didn't watched see, any I, of I only the fell asleep during You're not missing much because yeah. if you've seen yeah. the cartoons, yeah. you, you know what I mean? The cartoons are better, so it makes it hard to train. And they're shorter. Yeah. You know, they're not me. So tell me, do you think they're going to inject like some comedy into it? I was wondering if they were going to inject music or singing and I don't 
doesn't look like that at all. <laughs> There's okay. no, I don't think anyone's rated bra- R movie. No one's breaking. <laughs> nobody's breaking into song. She's going to be decapitating people <laughs> and sleeping with guys. I think it's a PG- disclaimer. I would this be, is not uh, for your five year old. <laughs> I would guess it's PG thirteen. Wow. I would guess it's PG thirteen. You think yeah. it might go like Pirates of the Caribbean route where it's more serious than that. action or more serious know, than that. after the pod's over uh watch it and well, then we'll talk yeah, about I'll, it next yeah. week. Take a look at it so, <laughs> and then i just wanted to give people an update on the irishman so we always talk about how we can't trust anything netflix says yeah, yeah. so they came up and said that 13 million plus have seen the irishman since it's been on netflix it debuted at 2.2 million and it's gotten around 3 million per day after that mm-hmm. i have a hard time believing that for a three and a half hour movie but um, apparently they're calling it a success. I have not. <laughs> I, Do you I, know anybody who's seen it besides me? No, I Do don't. Do you know anybody who's seen it besides no, me? <laughs> but you guys I don't really know. I, I only know, know two so. other, I know, <laughs> I know two other people cause I'm a movie nerd and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I don't know a ton of people that have seen it. So I'm wondering if it's a success or not. I, I don't think it's Oscar worthy. I really don't, but uh, I, I'm still sort of processing it a bit. Every, There's things in mm-hmm. there that are Oscar worthy performances, but writing and directing and film wise, I don't. I don't see it. Every time I pass by on Netflix, I'm just like, should I? Then I'm like three and a half hours. I'm like, nobody's got time for that. It's a hard no. Producer Ryan always talks about the time commitment. That's a big commitment. Yeah. 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 And I wonder, like, even though I think it's worthwhile to exist, the time commitment, I kind of makes it not so much worth it. You could have condensed it. On the flip side of that, Netflix has this movie Marriage Story that's got a lot of buzz. It's Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. About divorce, that's a Noah Baumbach oh, movie. Oh, I've heard about it. And that's yeah. a much shorter movie that, that I want to get to. I think it's Netflix. Yeah, I thought it was out in theaters, but it might just be. I think they released maybe, it a little yeah. bit too. Yeah, and it's been on Netflix for a minute now. So that one I'm looking forward to. That one is getting serious Oscar buzz. Is that it might one up the Irishman? Yeah, it's been out. Oh, it's been out for a while. It had a slow build up. Yeah. So I think it was limited release in theaters for a few of them, and it's been on um, Netflix for some time now. Okay. Okay. I feel like you got overshadowed. Yeah. By, uh, well, I think it's going to over. Uh, the funny thing is, if that oh, that cheaper movie, significantly cheaper Noah Baumbach movie, out outdoes or leaps over a Scorsese hundred and sixty million, two hundred yeah. million dollar movie, <laughs> what's that mean? You know, like art is art. You know, it's crazy. You can't predict yeah, this stuff. Yeah. All right, guys. So today we're going to be doing Empire Strikes Back. So probably one of the most fan based movies out there, where everybody can agree that this is this is the one that everybody loves. <laughs> I mean, people do like A New Hope, but Everybody always talks about Empire. Mm. So uh, what's your hot take on this, Ryan? (laughs) I played this game. Yo, uh, yeah. this was I played Super this Nintendo? game and I had those toys. <laughs> Everybody had those toys. So. Speaking of, there was uh, the toys that made us over on Netflix too, as well. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I almost I, clicked on it, but I was too sleepy. I, I put on a, I put on the Star Wars one, just has background noise because I had to work on some things too. But a lot, you know, I think they said that the Star Wars uh, whole franchise as a whole at that point. Uh, sorry to cut into your numbers thing, but yeah, no, no, <laughs> that they had made about uh, dollar, dollar bills, seven billion in total with the whole franchise but the toys have done about double than that that is insane so the toys the merchandising has done about 14 billion dollars i always wonder like on the lucas thing we're going to talk about it on numbers a bit but uh, i was wondering like did he intend that always or was he was it just a sci-fi serial you know he's a big serial comic uh, serial story guy uh prior to getting into film 
So like, did he plan that the toys would be a success, or was that just like a happy accident? I don't think he. I don't think he did plan that the toys were going to be a success. I don't even think the film uh, industry planned it. They in, were just in, like, "Oh, kids want these. Yeah. Okay, we'll make them." Because in that um, in that documentary, when they talk about it, he had taken like a, a normal percentage amount, mm-hmm. but when the rights had like revoked because after the, basically yeah. the saga or the the first three were done and they're getting ready to do the prequels, now you know how big they it renegotiated is. Yeah. and then that's he's when like, basically he's like, "I'm getting a lot more. I'm going to make a ton right. more ships, and you're going to pay me a lot." <laughs> yeah. Of <laughs> You're gonna pay me a lot of money, but how did this movie do numbers wise? Oh, right, did so I get your hot take, Ryan? Yeah, you played the games. Yeah, yeah you played the games. There you go. I'm like, Producer Ryan is—he uh, always comes to me after we, uh, we make him force these movies upon him, and he's like, "You yeah. know what? Maybe I did see that, or I do kind of know what that is." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking Star Wars, dude. You know what it is. You probably saw it. Of course. Come on, man. You're not better than us." <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've watched this movie. Probably multiple, multiple times, times yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't remember seeing so. that. Like, yeah, you've seen it. Stop yeah. it. Stop I've seen it. this movie a lot of times growing up. <laughs> All right, so the numbers on this are pretty basic. We talked a little bit of The Force Awakens, right? Significantly smaller budget. It's not the 300, 315 Force Awakens budget. $18 million. So when you're talking about the cinematography, the ships, some of the beautiful stuff in this movie, $18 million. In 1980, $18 million was a decent amount, but still relatively small compared to what we're dealing with with these big-budgeted nonsense films like Terminator, Dark Fate, or whatever. Mm. So $18 million budget. It does 290 domestically, 547 worldwide. Doesn't sound like a lot when you think about Endgame and stuff like that in today's day, but adjusted for inflation, it is the 13th highest-grossing movie of all time wow. if you wow. adjust for inflation. Wow. So it is legit serious, right? Um, I'll give you the critic take on it. Uh, do you want to do the guess on it? Oh, What's the, the critic side? Oh, I'd probably say like 95%. Mm. I looked say, things up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look it up. I'm going to say 90. 95%. 95%. Yeah, I, would I would have said 90. I would have thought, but 95% critic, 97 audience. Oh, wow. So it is well a very well-received movie. <laughs> Business Insider only a couple of years ago um, got a lot of flack for putting it as the number one film of all time. Uh, ahead of the godfather and the godfather fans came out and killed him for it but uh, i think they (laughs) literally it's on many it's on many 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 top 10 films of all time it's in the national film registry that we always talk about the library of congress it's Mm -hmm. been deemed historically relevant um it is in my opinion a top 15 um sci-fi film of all time and maybe like a top 50 to 100 movie of mine all time also. So, uh, it, you know, critic-wise, it's it stands the test of time. It's on everybody's list. <laughs> yeah, it's so up there. Most people consider it the best Star Wars movie. I don't, but I'm a little bit weird. But most people do. <laughs> all right, so we're just going to take a quick second to hear from our sponsor. So as always, we're just going to be doing spoilers because obviously yeah. it's been out for so long and everybody. No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has seen this movie. So um, the first thing I noticed when I was rewatching this, the visuals are not bad, although you can tell that was yeah. certain yeah. things have yeah. been touched up, you know. Well, there's this complicated and thing added. because you have the <laughs> 1980 uh, theatrical release and then you have the re-release. There's a bunch of actual re-releases, but there's the 2004 versions. one was where they started touching stuff up to, yeah, to yeah. marry it to the prequels. Then there was another one after that. So it's kind of weird. It's hard to keep track of what was actually there in 1980. I forget. So I couldn't remember like where the droids there, some of the voice stuff that's in there. Is that there? Um, actually, Sheev Palpatine, his voice wasn't added until after. Or he's an uncredited um, cameo in the movie. So, so he's in the original, but yeah. I think they changed the voice somewhere in there after the fact in one of those re-releases. Yeah, so the 
the new like Palpatine is in there, uh, the guy who plays him. Yeah, as far Chris as Empire from, from Ian McDermott. Yeah, because yeah. he's he's in the original one, the the first version of the Empire, I believe, yeah. right? And then, but he looks more like prequel. Uh, oh, that's what they did. That, that's they touched they, him. They, okay. they did a touch right, up. Yeah, with yeah, but yeah. even in the original one, I don't think he got a credit. So in the original Not one, Jedi. Um, I believe it is in A New Hope or Empire, where it was famously like a monkey in a uh, mask <laughs> that they had that they had used wow. for the Emperor. So someone fact check me if you're listening to this but i believe no, i don't want to know I, yeah i, yeah. I, I want to believe i want to believe that it was a monkey so i think that was the famous thing i'd have somebody to get me the monkey <laughs> i could have sworn where is he that, we need a scene with emperor palpatine it's the same monkey from the friends uh, show marcel <laughs> marcel <whatever>. yeah <laughs> yeah so that was one kind of i mean it's not really a pet peeve but there are certain things in this movie where they touch it up so much with the visual CGI that you can tell that when you go back to the original, it's like kind of night and day. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. I think I would that, only bother me I if I watched the. I watch it on Disney Plus, so I think it was I did, the touch yeah, up one. Yeah, I I, I'd like also. to go back and see the other one, but since I haven't in a while, eh, didn't bother me. Yeah, you're scared to put the VHS in it. Well, let me ask. <laughs> just, it'll just tear up the tape. Like <laughs> we can, we can get in the minutia here a little bit. I want to talk about the writers for a little bit, but um, does it bother you when they do stuff like that because they're elongating the the film trilogies? Now we have nine movies. If they go back to kind of make the continuity better, is that like sacrilege? I actually, or, I actually like it, that. No, no, it doesn't bother me at all. I like it because so it, you're okay with like Hayden Christensen showing up in Return of the Jedi or whatever. I think I'm like, fine with that. I, yeah. I just want there to be a version still available, which I don't know there is, where it is the original. Mm. I think you should be able to choose. Yeah, right? yeah. You could choose the original theatrical cut or choose whatever, even on something like Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I get where you guys are coming from, but as a cohesive linear like story, right. I do like being able to see call backs and it's recognizable i'm certain yeah. that certainly uh, for new fans it's helpful obviously. yes yes but uh yeah if you're watching the original version and then you watch the new mandalorian or something and right. you see something that which you do a droid that's in this movie is a droid that's in, which is cool which is I, cool, I really yeah. like that i'm glad that it's small detail that yeah really but you're like oh look at that affects guy you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's pretty crazy but if you see something that is like they, they start a new series on disney plus and then it's supposed to be this character that was in one of the original movies and they don't look anything alike it kind of pulls you out of that the uh, moment a little yeah, bit I, I, it's funny because we uh, we tried to give a lot of credit to when we did the end game the infinity war podcast the idea that marvel was able to make all these successful movies in a short span of time so they could use the same actors basically plus or minus one or two um, which never happens in Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. Star Wars maybe could have been nine, 12 movies all in a short period of time, but that's not how Hollywood was working in the late 70s, early 80s, right? So it's crazy that like, you know, I don't want to punish Lucas for going back and trying to like, you know, snip it here and there to make the continuity more clear, mm -hmm. but also tip the hat to Marvel who actually did it you know, in the last 10 years and actually made all these movies in the short span of time with the same actors and had this clean continuity. Just yeah, a couple yeah. red cons, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But now people What's probably expect that's normal. That's really rare for Hollywood to yeah, do something. That's, that's what Marvel tough. accomplished really was tough. super, super yeah, crazy. Yeah. Basically, they're the only ones who've ever done it. And so. essentially, you're locking in these uh, these actors for multi-films. Like, that could take years. And, and I'll do. challenge you, Producer Ryan, on this. Now that we made you watch Empire, and I think it was the right call to pivot from Revenge of the Sith, which was that was my original choice. D you get why seeing Harrison Ford in Force Awakens is 
more monumental now. Like he's you know, such an important character in this story. Definitely, this definitely seemed like a Han Solo movie. Yeah, he's a big one. He's a <laughs> well, big I one. haven't seen Solo, but this seemed. <laughs> uh, more... Don't watch that one. <laughs> but I we'll felt... put that one near the end of this uh, December. <laughs> I do think that the relationship and the... there's a camaraderie. The relationship between Luke and Han really builds in this one, which is cool. But not cool not only just Luke and Han, but Leia and Han. Yeah, also I yeah. felt it more in this than. I did in uh, the Force Awakens, and I can't believe that yeah, Empire stole. I, I can't believe that Empire Strike Back stole that scene from the Force Awakens with the uh, lightsaber <laughs> in the snow. Oh. I can't believe they stole that. <laughs> you were saying that it was so much like a New Hope, and I was saying they they borrowed from both too much. That was just one instance. <laughs> yeah. they, they borrowed from both of them because there's quite a bit of Empire in Force Awakens too. Which is no, weird. no. It's the other way around, man. I watched Force Awakens <laughs> no, after. No, no, no. I, I down. before. So Empire stole that this was a retouch. That was a re-edit, Nick. <laughs> right, they had to saying. put that in. They <laughs> injected that, that in scene. <laughs> so what I like about this movie um, is that it takes chances. And I always complain about movies that don't have consequences for its characters. This movie has consequences. Yeah, a couple yeah. years after this, Wrath of Khan comes out. Another sci-fi movie that ends darkly with consequences. But, That's a big deal, and it really hadn't been done. Yeah, and Not I'm just world-building, expanding Star Wars universe, but also consequences for these characters that we care about. But I'm thinking about it at the end of... Like, during the time, at the end of this movie, who is supposed to... Like, you know, one of the main characters, and I kind of feel like it is the main character... He gets encased in carbonite and it ends yeah. like that. Just like that. I'm Roll certain. credits. He's yeah. in carbonite. Yeah. You know? Fans would have been like, like Spock what? is dead. Roll <laughs> credits. Those are those are chances that people in Hollywood don't take often. Yeah, so when yeah. they do, you got to give them credit for it. And I think that's that plus the twist about obviously Darth Vader uh, and Luke Skywalker. Like <laughs> oh, those yeah. are big deals. Oh, yeah. I, I want to spend a minute on the writers because it's a fascinating story. And it also leads into what we talked about last week with Lucas selling uh, Lucasfilm for $4.05 billion to Disney, which is insane, right? So after Star Wars turns out to be a bigger hit, they had been producing some sort of like minor sequel to this, whether in book form or like a straight to VHS kind of mm -hmm. release. And they retcon it when Star Wars becomes a big hit. He gets a very famous lady named Leah Brackett to work on a first draft of the story. She's a very renowned sci-fi writer, a lot of short stories. She ended up writing The Big Sleep, a couple other films too. She was a screenwriter. She dies during production, but the first draft she wrote had a love triangle. It didn't really include uh, Darth Vader as the dad. Um, there were some things that were in there beat-wise. Ice Planet, Duel at the End... Um, I think he gets his hand cut off in the original also, mm -hmm. um, but they had to bring somebody in to polish it up. So Lucas had an, a story that he gave to her. She wrote a first draft. That's when they bring in Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan has been the guy who's been around for a long time. He wrote The Force Awakens or contributed. You know, there's so many writers on all of these. He wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark. He's a director, too. He did uh, The Big Chill one of my favorite movies there with Kevin Oh, Klein. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, right. Jeff Goldblum. Great, great movie. So he's very renowned. He's a great writer. And the stuff that you get dialogue-wise in this one, so much better than what you got in A New Hope. It's significantly better. Mm -hmm. And we'll eventually watch that too. So yeah, Han Solo eventually. gets to be like a little bit cooler. <laughs> and Yoda gets some really cool and kind of interesting lines. Which is, it, so. which, which is interesting is everyone always does that callback to Yoda. Like I he love it. Yo, 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 Yoda. <laughs> but the way he talks, everyone... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, everyone does that whole like reversing the subject and putting yeah. it in the front and all yeah. that. <laughs> but he doesn't do that all the time. Like he talks yeah, he normally. He actually <laughs> has like some creepy lines and some like super super. He like, does have uh, some creepy lines. Wis- like words of wisdom. You like know? that. There's one line I was like, did he just threaten Luke? Yeah, <laughs> he kind of did. Right? <laughs> so uh, Yoda was actually originally played by a monkey in a mask before he was. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's actually in the original and, draft, um, he was called Minch. Also, yeah. it's a terrible and, name. Uh, I'm glad was, they fixed that. The original, the original emperor oh, was uh, Clive Reville. So Clive Reville okay, was the original right. emperor. I've got a okay, picture of what, what he kind of looks like. Uh, that's how he looks. Oh yeah, at, he at was weirder looking. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. they put he in does, the new, yeah. the old, right. the weird yeah, face. Yeah. So they touched yeah. up. They put in, of course. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put in that guy, the Chief Palpatine, but originally it was somebody else. So. Yeah, with the touch-ups, like some of it's fine, some of it's just like okay. That is a stark that. difference. Yeah, actually. That yeah. is. Yeah, that's why, like, if we watch the like, original so cut, we'd probably be like, "Ooh, yeah, <laughs> there's some stuff in there." And we're used to it, you know. So one one thing I'll say is, it's when I was watching it too with the whole Han and Leia thing, yeah. it felt very like worker sexual harassment like yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like lawsuits kind of going <laughs> on so? it was a little like, bit because he, he's a little handsy with he's a little handsy but she also but... kisses like pretty brazenly luke and him. her brother yeah <laughs> <laughs> they kiss twice in that movie i don't know if you're counting i yeah. was counting but they yeah. do kiss, they do kiss twice in like, they're just so. giving these kisses to yeah, yeah, yeah she kind of she's a little bit i think uh, Chewie got a kiss yeah, also, <laughs> i'm gonna get off that topic <laughs> and revisit let me revisit one other number 13 number 13 Scene of all time. <laughs> uh, real quick, can I ask? Sure. Who did the puppetry in this movie? Frank Oz. Frank Oz. Frank, yeah. Frank, Oz. Frank Oz is Yoda. Yeah, yeah. he always does it. Yeah, he always does it. Okay, yeah. It's, it's it. really, really brilliant. Yeah, it's it looks good. really, really good. Matter of fact, like in the prequels, when Yoda's too glossy and animated, it bothers me a lot more. Mm. Agreed. So, agreed. I think the more practical Yoda, which you get a little bit in the uh, last, what is it, the Last Jedi? Yeah, you, you get a, the he's last more Jedi, practical that one. He looks a little bit more normal. I like him a little more puppet than a little less animated, agreed agreed so. phantom I, menace one though looks pretty not very good puppet like yeah you know what kinda, i mean it looks weird it looks weird, it looks weird yeah. right yeah. yeah i got used to him by the third one yeah because uh, when he gets to fight you want to see him you fight which is cool so you have to have there's no yeah, other way to do it really so i was okay by way, then but, but the first one i was like oh that's not yoda that's a, so. that's, a rough choice. <laughs> that's young man yoda right there so that's baby yoda i don't know who that is but i would say like i wanted to point out that what what lucas does is he bets on himself for empire strikes back he takes out a loan and finances this movie himself, right? So mm-hmm. Empire is the beginning of Lucasfilm, which essentially ends up making a ton of movie for toys yep. and ends up selling for yeah, 4.05 billion to yeah. Disney. So he could have let a company finance it, 20th Century Fox or whoever. He ends up creating Lucasfilm, taking out a big loan on the profits of Star Wars A New Hope and making Empire financing himself. Born is Lucasfilm, which goes on to do crazy and stuff. He did it with Not just that, of, it's also uh, Light and Magic. Mm-hmm. He does the, uh, he's got the Skywalker Ranch. He has all this other stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he, his legacy is just cemented. So he financed Hollywood. all three of them the original, yep, su- the original trilogy. The original trilogy. So he it was all, him. all of them. It was yep. all Lucasfilm. All him. So, and he had the rights to everything. How, and as you talked about, he was able to sell the toy rights and things like that. How old on was his own he? Accord. How old was he when he did this? He was pretty young. He's pretty young with the new Pretty young. 30s. That's insane. What are we doing? Yeah, I know, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about we it. We have a podcast, all right? <laughs> Respectable professions. <laughs> but one thing I always liked as far as like with the, uh, I guess you could say, regardless of the trilogies, I do like the time jump that they have between mm. like four and five, five and six. 
I where agree. it just it three picks years, up. three years from four to five. Yeah, yeah. So they do give that time jump, which I do like because, of course, like that gives the opportunity for like TV shows, comic books, even video to games, yes, to yes. explore so between to three and four, four and five. Yep. You know, you can ex- explain the in between stuff. So I do like those time jumps when they go into it, and I do like that as far as like with George Lucas after he was done with his first trilogy, he's like, I'm going to take a break now, and there was like that ten year. break. Well, he's that doing he a lot took, of stuff right? because yeah. he's been doing Industrial Light and Magic. The reason he doesn't direct it, he gets Irvin Kershner to direct it uh who's his old usc film professor oh he made wow. a couple of crappy movies like robocop 2 yeah. and something else <laughs> how like dare you he did, he, did something, he did something good oh he did what else did he do he did something else good i can't remember what it was but he, i know he did robocop 2 which is pretty crappy <laughs> anyway like he gets his buddy to direct it because he's doing all this other stuff executive producing working on new ways for sound effects new ways for uh obviously for special effects so yeah. he can do more stuff that he wants to do but he's still he's the kevin feige before kevin feige yeah. of this whole universe mm. it's too bad we never get to see his like six seven eight or his uh not six seven eight it was seven eight nine yeah uh, because i even though like i'd be a little nervous on where he would go <laughs> he's the father of the whole thing yeah. he should be more involved he got you know? very burnt on the prequels too because the prequels well originally now they're starting to get more steam yeah originally they received a lot of hate especially with like jar jar binks and just all this stuff, which Wait, originally michael jackson why? was let gonna me play add, jar jar binks so, too so, so let me ask you this it's, it's, it's an interesting yeah. there you go why why do you think he chose to do prequels instead of seven eight and nine Oh, man. It's a weird he, question. I always thought it was a weird decision always, by him. I know he always wanted to do the Clone Wars. So he, I know yeah. he specifically mm-hmm. told people when it came to the Clone Wars that they can't touch the Clone Wars because he wanted that for himself. Right. Which the Clone Wars, I think, are, is very interesting just in general. But, it's growing on me. The cartoon made me like the second yeah, movie a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I think he should have kept the same position that he was doing from the original you know, trilogy and then just you know, had a different director See, everybody, do the first three. So. It's, it's weird now that you watch Empire again, because, and, and I'm glad we're doing this because it, it makes me, like builds momentum toward Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It makes me excited again for it because uh, I didn't like The Last Jedi that much. We'll get to that. <laughs> but like, it's, the idea of Clone Wars is like a bunch of Jedis fighting all together, yes. which I get is like super attractive to somebody who's a director. But like, I like like the more individual story. Mm. There's only Agreed. one Jedi left Agreed. or whatever. Like That's what like we're that used too, to because yeah. that's the original story. So like, I don't know why we always go back and try to like, let's put 40 Jedis out there in an arena fighting. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. It does look cool, but we can't follow it as much. We don't become connected to Luke or Rey like we are with when we can focus yeah. on just one person. I agree. And it's not just Star Wars movies. It's just group fighting in general. It's messy. It it is messy. And it's hard to, like, especially if you got a lot of heavy hitters, it's hard to give them all the necessary. Yeah, Yeah, you got to feed everybody a little bit, and it's too much. Mm -hmm. It's like Transformers. Like, yeah, it's cool to see cars turn into robots, but, like, that's an alternator, a gearbox, like, all this shit going (laughs) on. You can't keep track of what's happening here, you know? I think they should have just took all the fighting out from the prequels and then just put in more government, like, uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. more, more politics. Yeah, yeah, politics. I want to see like uh, them debate yeah. <laughs> in that huge hall. With <laughs> exactly. the little, uh... Everyone gets their own little uh, balcony. No, <laughs> so it's treason. Then. <laughs> but the prequels e. gave us memes. <laughs> yeah. One of the, some yeah. of the best memes. <laughs> I remember when E.T. had his own uh, his yeah. own balcony there. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so um, I recently read too because uh, Darth Vader had his own uh, graphic novel kind of comic line too recently. Um, and it takes place in between 
three and four. And I like okay. that in between stuff because it does show as far as like how he gets his lightsaber and the Sith ways and everything. It does show him hunting down mm. these few Jedis that did, you know, survive Order 66 from, you know, from this whole Palpatine yeah, Revenge yeah, yeah. set. So that is really interesting. Yeah, and I do um, kind of want to get that game. I want to play that. I'm a shit man. There's been some like what if uh, comic book storylines too as well, like especially with like uh, Empire Strikes Back. Like there was a what if comic storyline where... Han isn't able to save Luke Skywalker in time, and he actually ends up dying out there in the in snow. In the beginning? Is that yes. right? Really? Oh, and so that. in that storyline, Han is the one who goes to go train for Yoda at, at, in Dagobah. And so, uh, That's so, insane. Which there so are, that there would imply been, he's a Force-sensitive There, there have been rumors that he is Force-sensitive, at least a little bit. There was bit, the thing but, where like he can shoot really well, right? Yes. So like he's somewhat Force-sensitive. That's why he's such a yeah. good shot. And, and so, that's why he's so lucky. What's, so, what's interesting, yeah. too, is because in this uh, Darth Vader comic line, one of the Jedis that Darth Vader is hunting, she was actually, they show her in the prequels, but she was the gatekeeper of all the knowledge in the Jedi records. And so she, they had hidden was the birth dates of potential future Jedi. Mm. And so uh, Darth Vader, you know, had basically killed, spoiler alert for the comic, but it's been out for a little while, had, <laughs> had killed his Jedi. And Darth Vader is the one who actually concealed the information that oh, he, wow. he hid it from Palpatine because he didn't want to be replaced by other, younger, other Sith Lords because yeah. he had just lost all his limbs. Yeah. You know, Sith so. don't seem a Sith apprentice for sure. It doesn't seem like a great job. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not good. Or Sith master. Yeah, either way. Your yeah, because one of them. Yeah, you. one of you guys are going to yeah, die. Because so, you did it to your. You did it to your master. Not a lot of job security. There. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Darth Maul. I wanted more Darth Maul. Then when I finally got him back, I was like, meh. Nah. <laughs> Robot nah. legs. Too right, weird. I guess. I guess. So, but there are some like what if storylines. There's even a storyline as far as like you know. There was a sequel to A New Hope, which it wasn't in case they weren't going to get Empire. It was what would happen. I think it's called like Shadow of the Mind's Eye or something like that. I'd have to oh. relook it up. But it's one it's a novelization or it's uh, comic. It's a comic. Comic. So okay. it's a comic. And I there's believe... a bunch of that novelization, some of which I read a long time ago, which was pretty weird mm -hmm. too. In that specific <laughs> one where they weren't going to get Empire, and sacrilege. It was just yeah. a... <laughs> sacrilege. Yeah. It was just a non-canon anymore. <laughs> it was a comic book sequel to A New Hope. Yeah. It was where uh, Leia was training with Darth Vader, and then basically. Uh, wow. Luke was training with Yoda, and oh, so wow. they did. They did a storyline wow. around that. That would have been cool. So that, that is the thing cool with Star Wars line. because you have the video games, you have the books, you have not even just you have the regular books, but then you have the graphic novels. There is so much lore yeah, that yeah. you could pull out, and you got the holiday specials too, which everybody oh, yeah. talking about. So you get the holiday, you get the <laughs> is cartoons. That on Disney Plus? Is that on Disney Plus? I don't think it is. <laughs> it's in the vault with the racist stuff. And so <laughs> I'm not putting that on Disney. Yeah. I will say, I will say, I I signed up for Disney Plus just so I can watch this movie, and it's Disney a clean app. Is, easy, it's easy to good. use. Yeah, that's user yeah. friendly. That's it, what I like about it. It's probably like one of the nicest application. Uh, yeah. Like it's a good startup too. It's yeah, so yeah. clean. There's no looking. real problems with it. I would not say, really, that, but there's not. I had, it, but, it's it's organized because like it's like. Disney movies, Star Wars movies, Marvel movies. There's not a lot to choose but, from, but what, so they can make it easier than Netflix that has all this shit on. But yeah. as I was going through like clean, the library, it's a clean app. as I was going through the libraries, I was like, "Wow, there's yeah. a lot of good stuff." There's on a lot of stuff on it's here. insane. Lucas <laughs> Lucasfilm's probably worth twice as much as when they bought it for four point zero five. But I wanted to say, like, none of that stuff—the comic lines, the weird books that I read that are non-canon anymore, the video games—none of that stuff matters if you don't care about the characters. And that's what they get right. That's what Lucas got mm. right in this original trilogy, yeah, and even yeah. to some extent in the prequels. Uh, casting in this thing was incredible. Yeah, this was Bob Edmiston, Iron Lamb, Terry uh, Liebling. These guys found. Um, uh, well, they don't get Palpatine, but they introduced Yoda. They get Boba Fett. They got Billy D to be mm. Lando. 
I mean, like that's you got to get the little things right. Even the guy Lando's partner with the stuff around his yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah name. Like about, yeah. all the little side characters that we forget. Darth Vader kills like how many admirals in the course of these movies? Like he's always choke holding <laughs> all these. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of MacGruber where he kills everybody with the neck thing. Like, just over and over. How many guys? Like that's a shitty job too. Like don't be in charge. No, you just want to be the guy pushing the that, buttons on the. Uh, I was console. literally thinking that as I was watching. It's like, oh crap, these guys are getting. Uh, he races. pulled out of hyperspace yeah, a little bit promotion. too early. Up. Death, death choke. They're getting <laughs> like, oh, promotions on, really Force quickly. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't want a promotion in this job. But I was thinking about... Then they get to like overthink it. Well, don't pull out too early a hyperspace because it'll get forced. Imagine shot, being right? an intern there. You're just <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. oh, my God. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about space balls when, uh, when his character... Lord yeah, Helmet? Lord Helmet? Is yeah, that what they so, called yeah. him? <laughs> when he would uh, just grab them by the groin. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and like that. Surrounded speaking by of, assholes. <laughs> speaking of parodies, uh, when I'm... When I was watching this, all I could think of was the robot chicken Star Wars 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the better one. ones. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. and Family Guy. I think Guy. I own it. Yeah. Family those Guy those, are, too, those yeah. are the three like the parodies that yeah. I've been thinking about while I was yeah, watching this so movie. It's funny because it is parodies. Although you can still watch Empire and still just, you can still watch it and really like it. Like there are yeah, some yeah. things where you're just like, okay, a little technical issues, but it doesn't take you out of the story too much because you are kind of watching it for the time you know we're what do you think about the duel let's can we talk about the uh darth vader luke skywalker duel the duel it actually isn't that bad i think it's the best duel in star wars even though it's not as fast as the prequel stuff and probably not as clean and and glossy as the uh seven eight nine uh, seven eight movies yeah i think that this duel is the most impactful and because they don't fight a ton in Return of the Jedi, even mm-hmm. though like they kind of go up and down on that uh, Death Star thing, mm. this one is the one that like I remember the most. The red and the blue, back and forth, father son is yeah, what you figure yeah. out. Like it's a cool duel, and like there's moments in there where he jumps up and he gets to like okay. So you guys complain that Ray was so strong in the Force Awakens. Luke gets the better of Darth Vader a little bit. In yeah. the duel, I, and he's not super trained either, so it's not like that's unprecedented. Nick, in Star Wars. I, uh, it's it's me a... defending that, so, <laughs> so I'm just gonna point <laughs> out. I'm gonna like, you a bit real of that. quick, Ryan, but that's because Darth Vader was taking it easy on Luke. Is that what he was doing? Yeah, yeah, he still wanted sure? to turn him. He yes. cuts off his hand. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like lo- Darth Vader lost all his limbs. Like, so. look, look, look at Darth Vader compared. By the way, first time you see the helmet go on Darth Vader, you see a little bit of human skin, which is pretty cool too. Yeah, that looked a little weird. The world building is subtle, though. It's not like overdone. They don't explain like what's that pod and what's he doing in there and stuff like that. It's more subtle. And I think like that's super smart by Lucas in the early 80s. What what I will say is how Darth Vader walks away compared to how Kylo Ren walks away. It's night and day. It's there's there's a huge gap in difference in terms of how messed up Kylo Ren is compared to Darth Vader. Darth Vader was walking the entire time. Like I do think that he was taking it easy on. What I think is like so. I wonder. Like we don't really know too much about the Force after all these movies and all this lore, right? And they've retconned it a little bit. There's midichlorians and all this other nonsense, like. We just don't know what any of it really means. Yeah. In the brain, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you don't, we, have, we don't to. have a clear you don't definition. Have to know it, so, like, we have to be open to the idea that, like, I don't know, maybe she wasn't trained and she just has, like, a high level I, of force and since, whatever. Since Tyler, she can anticipate the moves before he does it. Whatever. Since Tyler put in that theory out there that she was like forced. Sure. Could uh, mind be. wipe. Mind wipe. Right? I don't yeah. need that, that theory to be the most okay sense to me. Sure. And if that's sure. not the case, then I'd be more so pissed. But I, if it's, it is, then it's, I'm okay with I it. I had heard with Rise of Skywalker that it is going to be, and I don't know if this is true because I just saw the article title, that Leia is going to be training Rey. 
and it's just in the, from the past. No, because in the current in movie, the current one, yeah, because she's not she's not dead in the current movie. That you know what correct. I mean? Yeah, so, that uh, so that's what I heard. I'm just like, how do you have someone who's not trained? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Training like, someone. You know, at least received a she, I, little I, bit of training, I guess, from Luke. And I give it to you. She's commanding, like, the rebel troops. But we've never seen Leia do anything with a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, think, I, I think she's a good, uh, like, strategist and tactician. Yeah, she's, she's a great general. They show, yeah, a good general. They show her leading the troops, and then she's Even in this one. It. Yeah, forget, no, and I had I, forgotten. Yeah. And, and I like that. But I don't think she's like she's yeah, not Yoda level. Like she can't. No, she's she not. Does she even use the Force at all? Um, we'll talk about it in the Last Jedi. Like oh, okay. With a certain weird. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, yeah, we gotta get there before. Don't before get ahead of yourself. The other gloves come off, and uh, <laughs> hey, I'm starting to become a, a Star Wars fan. Yeah, all right. I'm I would prefer. You know, out. this movie reminds me like there's some really uh, impactful moments. So the Last Jedi, just to bring it up one more time, shows Yoda for a, a bit, just a tiny bit, which I really liked. Right. They bring him back. Here you get Yoda and Ben talking to each other when they're yeah. debating about Luke. So important scene and it's really, really monumental. I would rather them go that route where like Ben or Yoda comes back to kind of guide Rey yeah. on her own training her rather than Leia all of a sudden knowing all this shit about and lightsabers. And same thing, it could be just a rumor. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It's on a headline, yeah, you know, yeah. fake news and stuff. I, ba and so. I basically <laughs> turn the faucet off on all the crazy YouTube videos and all the yeah. articles yeah, yeah. until I see the movie because gone, I've gone dark on it because yeah. now I need to go in as clean as I can since I didn't love The Last Jedi and I just saw Force Awakens again and enjoyed that. I want it to be good. So I need right. to go in as clean as possible. So I'm shut I'm turning the faucet off there. All right, all right. <laughs> but I do like I said, I do think like that Yoda uh uh Kenobi stuff where they're debating he's too old. Yeah. He can't do it. He has no patience, you know, like all that stuff is really, really cool. And it remind it reminded me like the Force Awakens, that's the spirit they were going for. The stuff that we like in this movie is that cool stuff. That's what they brought to the to the Force Awakens. It's like she, you know, they she can't train. She what does she know? She what she's a force user. Who is this lady? She hasn't been, you know, there's no Jedi Council anymore. Like it also reminds us that, like, especially when you think back to the prequels, the Jedi's not infallible. They don't make good decisions all the time. Oh, yeah, they're not very you know, good. they yeah, kind of just winging uh, it too, you yeah. know? So fine, I'll train them. But, but but that scene though, when uh Yoda is talking to to Ben. It's just funny. It's like parents that are are complaining about their kid in front of their kid is like, oh, he sucks. He's, but, he's impatient. But it gives you again. It builds mythos frontward and backward because he's like, was I any different when you trained me? Like, there's some lines in there that mean a lot. You know, it's only a few. No, trained him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it was mostly Qui Gon. Well, but. But, I, I but Yoda, Yoda was a, Yoda basically. A I think bit, when Qui Gon, you so, know, uh, spoiler, when that happens, <laughs> what? I think <laughs> Nick, you're ruining the whole series for me. I'm trying he had to be a very a fan. particular set of skills, but you know, yeah. <laughs> didn't work out there. So uh, a little, a little bit of lore, I guess, with uh, Ben Kenobi to Obi Wan. So after uh, Phantom Menace, because I think he's a Jedi. He's a regular Jedi that's being trained by Obi Wan, and he's getting ready to become a Jedi Knight. He's just about because, to be a Jedi Knight. Yeah, but because he uh, killed a Sith Lord, because he killed Darth Maul without with promoted training promotion got straight to master so <laughs> got a bigger obi-wan Obi got promoted straight to master just from killing a sith lord because it was the first time they've been around and he ends up on the council kind of early too right the jedi yeah. council as i recall and that was one of the things anakin was pissed about like you're too young to be on the council like well you got on kind of young like how come i can't be the youngest like, I killed the sith lord. i'm better i'm better than you i should be the youngest one ever <laughs> until right? you master the high ground <laughs> right yeah, obviously not <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird we, we, listen we're gonna talk about this stuff a lot so forgive us if we don't cover everything in this movie but like what you find is like 
this thing when as they broaden out the the saga right and they give you all these characters like you realize it's kind of why i want ray to be a kenobi like kenobi is such a huge piece of the whole thing. yeah palpatine's such a huge piece of the whole he thing. wrecked the skywalker obviously vader <laughs> yeah. luke leia like there's so many different paths you can go that's why i'm so glad there's so much more stuff i want to know about uh, obi-wan kenobi so i'm glad that we can do like a tv show and get some more time yeah with yeah because like i want to know more about that guy like i see alec guinness and it makes me like man i wish we had more scenes with alec guinness right and there's nothing we can do about it but we do have you in and maybe we can get him back let him grow a little gray beard and, and rock this oh, thing he's out coming back. yeah he's, so. com he's coming back i want to i want to know how old he's gonna be you know the timeline's a little bit weird by the way so when you think about yoda in the prequels why does he look so old in the middle trilogy in empire and return uh-huh i feel like he looks a little too old because no, now because that we know about baby Yoda, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because 50-year thing, like, don't they age really don't slow? Don't think about it. Just don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, because he's got a lot of gray hair, and he just, I don't totally get it. Just don't think about it. That's what <laughs> I would say. He's 800 years old. He's like glossy thought... young green in yeah. <laughs> Phantom Menace, and he's like old, creepy, dark green in uh, It's a CG, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> a lot yeah, more ear CG, hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. I'll try not to think about it. Oh, man. But all in all, fun fun movie still. Yeah, Like, still good, even though there's the vision visuals the things that get touched up and add on that i feel like sometimes it does get to a point where it does take you out of like well i want to see the original but i think having that option of i want to see the unedited version of the original stuff i do want to see that yeah and I, then the new stuff thought, touched up i'd be fine with it i kind of felt like it was a little people always complain like star trek versus star wars i kind of felt like it was a little bit more star trek than i recall i used to agreed, say like they're two agreed. totally different things but they are kind of weird like darth vader at a dinner table that's something star trek oh, would yeah, do. That was, the part where the <laughs> part where the he shoots thing, right? it's kind of weird right what, what is he, he, what is he at a table? it's kind of odd well, welcome i want okay i want to see i i definitely want to see the scene right before and then he sits down and yeah, yeah. he actually like what are they gonna do eat no i definitely i want to see the scene right before is like where should I sit? That would yeah. be most threatening. To yeah, head let's, over let's here? do this room. Or, this room. Or should I surprise them by coming into the room? No, I think I'm gonna sit do down. Think, do you think he sat? He sat in each table. Yeah. He had a stormtrooper. Hey, let me know when they start coming. Yeah. And he just sits right here. Yeah. Does a practice run. Like, he, no, he picks up the glass. Like he's gonna drink it. And he's like. Would it be better if I have something in my hand? What kind of pose should I be doing when they come? Also, in? the scene, and I love this scene. I thought it was so genius. First time I saw it as a kid, I, I went crazy for it. The scene where they figure out that they're in a worm. This ain't oh, no yeah, thing, right? That, so he shoots one. the ground and it's tilted, almost like the the uh, the deck, uh, the, the captain's deck one. of Star yeah, Trek. Yeah. It shifts. Yeah. It's got like a more Star Trek vibe than I recall. Can, can I ask you, all right, so the stuff with the Millennium Falcon... I kind of didn't like that. What is it, a hunk of junk or that is hunk of junk? It, <laughs> well, it, the whole hyperdrive uh, oh, uh, story arc yeah. thing. It just seemed like it was like a uh, seemed like R two just turned a knob. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I don't know. It's it, like it, humans are dumb. <laughs> like it seemed like a sitcom, like to me. Yeah. It was like, oh, they kept on coming back. It's not running again. Oh, okay. We'll go back onto the, the plot line A. All right, we'll go back to plot line B. Oh, it's still not running? I'll go back to plot line A. It just seems so much like a TV show, well, like a slapstick yeah. TV show. I do show. like how he gets away, though. As I far do, as, like, yeah. As meteor, then on top he of the hides actual, on the actual, uh, actual no, yeah, no, the Where he going. hides on the, the starship is unbelievable. Yeah, it, That's incredible It opens stuff. up a lot of new, like, and, uh, and it And it gives Han Solo a lot more, like, yeah, yeah, as it goes. Yeah. I think, like, we don't see it as much. Like, the way J.J. did Star Trek, the reboot, and then The Force Awakens, Awakens the reboot keeps that like kinetic energy going back then that was much more unusual I think these were 
more basic plot devices to build that suspense. Unfortunately, the hyperdrive they used one too many times. <laughs> yeah, but they used he was trying to keep the suspense, and I, you know, I, I think still it was felt on it, the you know? fourth time it worked or something. Yeah, and something I can't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even the same thing where you know Han is just like, "It's not my fault." And then when it's Billy D. Williams, he's like, "It's not my fault." It's not they my fault. Yeah, <laughs> I know they're both like whiny scoundrels. You know, it's perfect. It really works. It's I, not my fault. I like it, and I even like some of the more subtle stuff where like he gets down in the bottom and the and the tools fall on top oh, of him, and yeah. he's yelling at Chewie and he's like not there there like it's just like these are real people with real interactions yeah. cool and you they, they become like your friends you know that's the little stuff that makes but them, I, like, I definitely get what you so were much. saying in the last episode when we were talking about it's mainly Han that it has yeah. these like he's got funny moments. lines yeah, yeah. And like not and it, it seems strange going to Force Awakens now and everyone's pulling out quips and everyone's doing slapstick Han's comedy. Been doing it, yeah. 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 And he's the only one that's doing it. Did Leia get, all of a sudden, get like a, a sense of humor? They after? all went to comedy class. They yeah. all went to improv they class. Improv. <laughs> Look, we, we talk about this at our day job, right? Nobody in my office was funny until I got there. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, everybody's a damn comedian, right? Everybody's got to keep up. <laughs> yeah, Marvel bought our company. That's why. You look you look strong enough to pull the ears off a of Gongar. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, everybody one, got One funny. thing I got wrong, as far as the graphic novels when it came to uh, Luke training with Yoda and then Leia training with Darth Vader. That's actually, that's actually another what if when Luke actually tries to destroy the Death Star and he misses. Mm, and so he misses and the Death Star doesn't explode and then Leia... Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, so. Okay. All right. Interesting. <laughs> so Some of these are Hopefully dark. I didn't get that wrong again, but but you guys ready to give this a rating? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what to give it for a rating. <laughs> I give it an A. You know, hey. I'll go back to letters. Strong you know, A. I'll Pure emotion. A. What yeah, was I your pure How many times have you seen it? Oh, my God. I've seen this movie about 25, 30 times. So what's your pure emotion the last this time? Uh, So I Still have watched fun? this movie so many times when I was a kid and just growing up. I haven't seen it in a long time since I watched yeah, it. Yeah, me too. It's been a little it's, gap here. It's still fun. There's, there's certain things are just like, okay, this for sure was not planned out for like a, you know, I mean, there's certain things that yeah. are just like, that was not for sure planned out. There's definitely so, more on the lips, kisses. kiss on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> the prequel to Game of Thrones. And so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that we've seen Game of Thrones, it's really not a big yeah, deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're used to it now <laughs> live your yeah, life man Nick's all about that yeah we're not here to judge live your truth you know <laughs> although Nick it's still a crime yeah, <laughs> yeah which state in space yeah in space international waters so. exactly <laughs> but it's it's still fun they do do the touch-ups. I just, I do wish that there was an option where you can watch the original just to kind of yeah. still see it. Mm. How it I mean, is, I think like but... you got the At-At Walkers, the TH, or the T4A, the, yeah. the Darth Vader transport ship. Like even back then, like I don't, I wasn't taken out of it by the, by any of the effects. Yeah. Mm. It was pretty clean. The visuals were still good yeah. back then. Given I don't mind them out, doing yeah. touch-ups, but there yeah. are just certain yeah. ones where it's like, that's been touched up a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, and again, reviewing it in the time that it was made and, for what it's doing it's awesome it's great now like you know the effects seem to show their age now and uh a lot of the what? crashes that that luke had specifically they didn't explode they just kind of just crashed yeah <laughs> I, I remember like uh the the difference between the prequels and um these movies is the practical effects yeah it is cool that they walk by these practical ships yeah you know they're probably yeah, made out of wood on a set somewhere but like it makes a difference that they're not inputted after the fact yeah yeah you know and the it's only thing awesome. cloud city got a little bit weird at times yeah, it was yeah. a little glossy but still it's, i still look beautiful I yeah. yeah i love yeah. i love that's been like trying really to marry cool. that stuff together yeah. for me I think it was a great movie. Honestly, this movie and Force Awakens, I 
I it was kind of building up my uh, my enjoyment for Star yeah. Wars and this movie. I feel like I've watched it multiple times, although this is the first time me actually sitting down and watching it. I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was great. I'm gonna give it a nine. Yeah, nine yeah. lightsabers coming out of the snow into oh. my hand. Are they gonna say nine? Uh, <laughs> I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Nine 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 uh, decapitated hands or whatever. Oh, yeah. nine, nine, nine cut off hands. Nine cut off hands. Decapitated uh, hands. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting weird. Speaking of which, Nikki brought up an uh, interesting. So Han Solo uses the lightsaber to cut open. Which is yeah, cool. I forgot time. he did yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot it was the lightsaber he used. I couldn't remember. So. That. It, was this the first time that someone that doesn't use the force? Well, does he? Or, is he force? Here, are we, I didn't bring rumor, this up. I don't. I'm, I know we have to get into ratings, but let me just bring up this point. Like what Ryan Johnson wants to do in the Last Jedi. Um, is that he wants to expand the force to maybe everybody has access to it or a lot more people than we think have access to it. Uh-huh. They just don't know how to connect to it, maybe, you know, in some ways. So, like, maybe that was in the original idea to begin with. Maybe Han is somewhat force yeah. sensitive, but doesn't get it. His luck, the way he shoots, his, you know, ingenuity or whatever, maybe even his comic timing, you know, are all force related <laughs> somehow, right? So it's all around us, right? So I think, like, maybe that's what we're going after this, this Rise of Skywalker is over. That Skywalkers are just people who are extra sensitive to the Force or something like that, but yeah. we all can connect to it somehow, some way. Or something I'd say maybe like not that. answer that part of it. With yeah, the, yeah, or yeah. You, super don't, you don't. You don't have it. to. You know, what I mean, you but really yeah, don't I, like I said, when Han it. picks up the lightsaber, I did think like, oh, that's cool. I forgot he did that. Yeah, yeah. he actually touched the lightsaber and used it. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah. was he the first one to to do it? Probably. I think. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far as like with the original movies, yeah, I think he was the first. But it's the same impact when you see Finn do it. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean, and especially I, because Finn wields it. He, yeah, he actually, he actually does swings it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wonder the same thing. Like, does Finn have some force sensitivity? Maybe just a little bit, not as yeah. much as the rest of them. Or maybe or just smugglers in general. Maybe Poe. Yeah. Poe's <laughs> such a good pilot because he's a little bit force exactly, sensitive. So. We don't know. These are the unanswerables. And that's a, what makes sense, at least with like Han Solo, and I guess somewhat Finn too as well, is because Finn was captured at a young age as, as pretty much a baby and then raised in the First Order. Whereas Han Solo, he was basically grown up, by, I think, by the time the Jedi had fallen. Mm-hmm. So if he was on that list of future, like, Force-sensitive, you know, kids or something... He wouldn't have been picked. He wouldn't have been picked, right. you know? So it's just, like, they, there could be people out there who are Force-sensitive who don't know, who just weren't picked by the Jedi to kind of go back and, and follow Padawan training. So, mm. because he yeah, was kind of seemed to be brought up in that time where, you know, in between... And maybe and he's four, lucky so. he wasn't because it uh, doesn't work out well. Yeah, it doesn't work out well <laughs> for them at all. So, but... As far as this movie, kind of, you know, I was worried with that battle scene, that lightsaber fight scene with Darth Vader and Luke. But I think, it, you know, like we talked about, it holds up really well. I yeah, think it holds yeah, up. It's Agreed. fast paced, it's action. Agreed. Mark Hamill obviously, you know, trained for it too as well. And then so did, I believe, the stunt devil who was in the, the Darth, who plays Darth Vader besides the voice. Speaking so. of which, also, um, Mark Hamill freaking buff man yeah he's, he looks he's a, good yeah he looks yeah, good. yeah. yeah. when he's doing those uh hands i know they probably held him up with something but yeah <laughs> him in that pose and stuff you can see his his arms and flexing he looked pretty uh he looked pretty buff he gets also, like that he's 70s too. ripped yeah. so <laughs> have you, yeah he's 70s ripped exactly have you seen um that one post on twitter that mark hamill or like luke skywalker looks like that he could be the dad of winter soldier sebastian they look yeah, so they do much alike. Look alike i would have liked sebastian stan somewhere in the forest that, he seems like he would yeah, fit in the universe really that well. has been a fan thing that's been thrown around out for a while that if they're going to do like a young luke story that you have be to him. you have to get Sebastian yeah, Stan, yeah. Which, uh, which I think would be okay. That yeah. makes more sense than Alderan 
I can, whatever his name is who Alden played Solo. Eke, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that makes yeah, more that sense than Solo. Plus, I didn't think he yeah. was the bad part about that movie, but I just don't think you should recast that yeah. part anyway. Plus, we would rather see young Luke Skywalker stories as far as like he is a Jedi and everything as opposed to younger kind of Solo well, stories. Well, I would counter I think, but... one of the things I didn't like about The Last Jedi that we'll eventually get to was mm-hmm. I didn't get enough old Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You know, I want to see him be Ben Kenobi too, but maybe we'll get some more of them and it'll satisfy me. Once upon a time. Uh, what was yeah. your rating, Nick? Okay, so my rating basically, look, this movie is an all-timer. It just is. It, it may not be my favorite Star Wars movie, but what it does for sci-fi movies, what it does for these big, broad, connected universes, what it does for what Marvel did just recently sets the sets the groundwork for all this stuff to come, right? We all know Lucas loves his serials. He did Raiders of the Lost Ark with Kasdan not too long after this. Um, and that's another one we're getting Indy 5 at some point. I don't know, 2021, 2022, oh, something I have no like idea. that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward Why to not? it. You know, I'm the one yeah, guy yeah. that like Crystal Skull, at least part of it. <laughs> but, when, but in any case, like this, he changed cinema, just like Jaws changed cinema, and Spielberg gets credit for that. Lucas does the same with these sci fi movies, right? What it does it, by broadening out the world, the dark ending, the Luke, I am your father, it changed it kind of just changed the way we think about movies altogether. So in terms of legacy, it's incredible. So you have to give it credit for that. In terms of rewatchability, I love the Wrath of Khan. Empire is more rewatchable in that movie. Mm. It just is. I, I get the same emotions I got when I was like nine, uh, at least parts of them. When I watched it just recently, it's been a little gap. I remember watching it right before The Force Awakens. I did the whole marathon right before The Force Awakens. I watched them in order. and So that was the last time I had seen it, and that's a few years now. So watching it again, and reminded me like I really really like these movies yeah <laughs> it's never work to watch them over and over again um, I'm gonna give it an 8.0 on the Shawshank scale and just shout out one more time John Williams national treasure the music <laughs> is effing incredible I even like Yoda's theme I, I, I like the whole thing mm. it's a fun movie I love its kinetic energy I like its pacing I just, uh, it's an all-timer. Top 20 sci-fi movie Point of all time. 0.5 less than Weekend at Bernie's. So that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> You're right. That's correct, yeah. You're right. If you keep it score, if you keep it score at, at home, 8.0 on the Shawshank scale. <laughs> uh, can I have a hard take? I think the, uh, I'm tired of the Imperial March. Um, I'm tired of it. I kind of like uh, Duel of the Fates from the prequels. I put that out on Twitter and said John Williams was a modern day Mozart and then all these musicians yelled at me. So, uh, <laughs> I think I think that's the one I like the most. But uh, Imperial March is obviously when you hear it, I mean, it oh, sparks okay. emotion yeah, in you Yeah, it does, so. it does. But I feel like I've heard it so many times, parody. It's kind of like again. how the it's songs the blend the into each other is It's so not important. the fault of the movie at all. Yeah. It's just you, society you, you has were, ruined it Because you are that guy, all the parodies and stuff are like the stuff that stays in the front of your brain. Yeah. But they had to come from somewhere. Yeah, this is yeah. The, this is the seed. And that's know? why, that's yeah. why. I like them too. I, listen, I love Spaceballs. I mean, it's an amazing movie. And I'm not going to lie. That's why I gave it such a high rating. There's no Spaceballs without this yes i i enjoyed the movie as as like just an audience member watching the movie i would have given it a lower lower rating but because it has sparked this whole uh phenomenon and uh people have uh spoofed it so many times it deserves to be a higher ranking absolutely yeah all in all, still a fun movie. Oh, yeah. So, no, yeah. It's, it's a great movie, though. Fun, it is a so. fun movie. All right. So we're going to move on to our next segment. We've got mail. So we got an email here from Marvin. And if you guys want to email hey, us. Hey, Marvin. Thank you, Marvin. Marvin. Thanks for the email. <laughs> Do so at TalkingFlick at gmail.com. TalkingFlick at gmail.com. Or Twitter, Flick underscore Talking. Flick underscore Talking. So uh, which character are you looking forward to seeing come back in Rise of Skywalker? Or what character would you like to make a comeback? Oh, man. Mm. So Tough. I guess minus Billy D. Williams because we 
already kind of mentioned. I'm happy to see him. Back, he wouldn't so. be my choice, but I'm happy to see him. He looks good. He I'd looks say, good uh, trailers. why not go for Boba Fett? You know what I mean? Mm, why not yeah, throw him yeah, in? They're yeah. not giving it was like cool to see him again. It was cool to see him. It would be cool to see him what he's doing now. For me, yeah, he'd be old. For me, I think so. He escapes from the the Sarlacc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I think it would have to be Jar Jar Brinks. Oh, yeah. you know what? I would actually want to know what happened what? to him. Yeah, that is, he's still alive. Yeah, that for is, all we know. That is he one is character. the emperor. And I cannot, I cannot believe we t- haven't talked about the Darth Jar Jar theory because that we is talked about it. We talked about it. Well, not there, like yeah. last episode or this yeah. one, but that yeah. is somewhere. In that is a good. That. that is a fun fan theory right there. But uh, you know what? I would actually like to see what yeah, Jar Jar's been up to. I wouldn't go crazy if that happened. I, I'm not looking forward to it, but I, I, to me, it's hard because we did get Yoda in the last one, so I was happy with that. I'd like to see him a little more because I can always use more Yoda. Maybe Yoda's just not doing it for me. Maybe Yoda, uh, even though he's super cute. I think um, you give me either more Kenobi or Anakin. I need one or the other. I okay. want one or the other okay. for sure. All right. Rise of Skywalker, and I want it to make sense. Yeah, and the, yeah somewhat sense. Just make it make sense. So. Good, good question, Marvin. That is a good question. Jar Jar Brinks doesn't have to make yeah, sense. They can just <laughs> throw him in there. He comes in, he's like, Misa Jar Jar, and then walks away. He does come back in a, in Robot Chicken. Oh, they show, <laughs> they, he meets Darth Vader, and he's just like, a little Annie, yeah. and then he like takes off his helmet, and he's yeah. just like, what happened to you? I, I remember that, yeah. And then Darth Vader's just like, Jar Jar, my main man, quick, before the Separatists come, and he throws it on an airlock. And so Disney Plus, Jar Jar the Lost Years. Yeah. <laughs> I would be curious. So, I'd watch it. I, I'd watch it too. <laughs> I do want money. to know. He is one of the most iconic hated characters. And it's just, I am curious to see what happens. Yeah, the Jar Jar yeah. theory is is fun. Like, no matter what, like everybody gets corrupted a little bit. Like George Lucas got so successful. You know, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He's like, well, let's do aliens. Put some aliens in there. And Steven Spielberg's like, you know, we'll put the monkey vines in there. You know, like these guys get so successful. They start to think they can do anything they want. Yeah. You know, you got to be a little careful. You, you know? always yeah. need somebody to bring you back <laughs> yeah, down so you, gotta, you can't have all oh, yes yeah. men yeah, around. Yeah, you know? got to somebody say, no, are you sure about You really want to do monkey you really vines? You know, you want to think that through? Do you really want to do Shia LaBeouf? You know, <laughs> yeah, well, 2008 yeah. Shia. The and so, <laughs> all right. Uh, next segment: recommendations. Anything you guys caught over the week that you saw or watched that you want to recommend? Unfortunately, no. I okay. slammed at this work. Week has been crazy for oh, me. Oh, all right. So I, I've I'm, I'm, ca- I'm caught up on the Mandalorian. Okay. So five episodes in. I'm starting to lose a little steam for me. Okay. A little bit. I still like it. I'm still in. I'm still watching, but it's a little too serial. Uh, the episode shortness is starting to annoy me a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think we're getting anywhere if we're just hopping planet to planet. So we'll we'll see how it ends. Are we going to build right. on something a little bit more? Mm. I need I maybe take your helmet off. Maybe. I don't know. Is Never. <laughs> and then obviously shouts to the Watchmen. Oh, shouts, yeah. shouts. The last episode was incredible. If you're what not was watching the title that show, of it? an awful godlike response or something, something I'll like look that. It up. Yeah. I'll look it up. It's incredible television. I, I can't believe I'm going to say it because uh, for so long I said Mr. Robot was the smartest show on TV. I don't know if this is the best show on TV, but it is by far the smartest it's show. Good. It is incredible. It's so David yeah. Lindelof, I tip my hat to I am, I am loving what this guy's doing. Yeah. So, uh, over the week, I saw uh, I saw Drive for the first time. Oh, it's pretty Ryan good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Ryan Gosling, because I've yeah. heard I've heard a, a bunch of things about it. Never saw it. Finally, it's come to Netflix. So Netflix picked up their game a little bit by adding other movies on there besides Netflix yeah, I saw, originals. I saw a few new things. And on there. so uh, I was able to catch out Drive, and it's slow in the beginning, but when it picks up, oh man, does it pick up! And <laughs> so it's it's well worth a watch, especially now that's on Netflix. Um, I also saw Sin City for the first time. 
Oh, yeah, you never I, saw that before? I've seen bits and pieces of it, but never in its entirety from start to finish. And I saw just the TV version. So I was able to watch, you know, the unedited, you know, full version of it. And it's good. You know, it's. it's I remember liking it. That's uh, Frank Miller, right? Yeah, Frank so, Miller and then Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. And so it's a fun story. It feels very much like a comic book movie and feels like a comic book just in general by itself. But it is. It's it is one of those good. movies that I saw in the movie theater and love the glossiness of it and then tried to watch it again on regular TV and it didn't have the same thing for me. Okay. Because it really has that comic shine on it. Everything yeah. is kind of green screen. But on, at your TV at home, it doesn't look quite as cool as when you see it in the theater. Yeah. So you kind of lose some of that thread. But I really like that movie. The sequel wasn't very good. No, the sequel was not. I saw the sequel in its entirety before I caught the first one in its entirety and so I was Jessica just like Alba, was not that Bruce great, Willis but... Carla yeah. Gugino and the uh, the Watchmen episode is called An Almost Religious Awe oh there we go uh, An Almost, almost religious, religious Awe very good episode they're so too. good <laughs> you got the list of all the episodes yeah uh, yeah. give us they a couple more names really they all have titles. great titles they all have really great titles well this the one so that's coming well out tomorrow out. is A God Walks Into a Bar yeah God Walks Into a Bar yeah God Walks Into a Bar there is one if you don't like my story well how about you write your yeah, I like that like one. That. Total so, shot, right? Yeah, uh, little like, hops like, like screw you, yeah. like, <laughs> screw you, Alan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> write your own story. Yeah, if you don't like it, so. that's true. That's a good point. You know, write your own story if you don't like it that much. Credit but... to HBO for giving him just a blank check yeah. and saying, "Do what you want." And I, don't I can't know believe noticed, this is what we got. Uh, at the end of the last episode, when they went to the HBO kind of uh, title or Max or whatever the title on uh -huh. it. And then the O, it does like the Watchmen blue kind of. Oh, I didn't see that. It. it looks oh, so good. Go yeah, yeah, it looks so okay. good. Yeah, go back and watch it. It looks really good. But yeah, check out Watchmen if you've seen it. Uh, next week we are doing the Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. the, last the Last Jedi. Jedi. So before... I'm taking that week off. Is that all right? No, no, no. <laughs> you gotta be here because you can't just. Because then I'm just gonna be like, the Last Jedi is amazing. And, <laughs> I have a, and listen, I have a listener here question. To say anything else? <laughs> What's wrong with Tyler's judgment? <laughs> so the most this movie, Last Jedi, has been like the most talked about Star Wars. You know what I mean? I'm People looking forward to watching it, it again. Like it? It's just it's all over the place. I'm interested but, to see. Yeah, how I, it I like it. Yeah, I I want Tyler's take, and then I want to see what producer I'm, I'm Ryan curious takes. what Ryan's gonna say because you yeah. have not seen it. Yeah, at all. yeah, like literally, I'm going. And you're going in you clean, are yeah. you're you're in a good point to see it because you know you've seen Empire and you've seen this one and I really think that's about you know what I mean because you know what else happens with the, the original trilogy and so but you're in a good stance to see it. I have not seen it since it came out in theaters so I'm mm -hmm. a little curious to see if you know how my feelings are with it but yeah I want to see on your second viewing if something changes yeah if anything changes so, so certainly but, uh, I've seen it this will be my fourth time I think if I'm not mistaken so I, I want to say like I've liked it a little bit better each time so I don't think I'll be quite as negative as you think. Yeah. All right, so uh, where can we find you at, Ryan? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That is Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at RealWatchAbility.com, my top 10 movies of the year, and hit me up at RealWatch. And we're Talking Flick. You can find us over on Twitter, Flick underscore Talking. If you're going to give us a rating. If you're going to rate her. <laughs> <laughs> Please do so on Apple Podcasts or whatever uh, app you're listening to us on. We do read them. We are working on it. We yes, love you for rating yes. for us. So <laughs> we love you for the reviews. So, um, 3.5, 2.5. No. <laughs> 
five stars. Five, five stars. Three. It's five stars. Yeah, if yeah, you if you're stars. listening to this episode already, you probably listened to other episodes. <laughs> you you like us. You know you like rate us, us before we do the last. <laughs> you love Jedi. to hate us. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, if you guys really like the show and you want more content, feel free to become a Patreon, and there'll be a link in the description for everybody's. Yeah, thing. and we'll do something special for you, Patreon. Uh, yeah, maybe providers. You get maybe. Input I'm not like that. that or yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. If so. you suggest something to us, we put it in the front of the list of things yeah. you need to watch. <laughs> maybe. Sure. Sure. We sell out. So <laughs> we'll put you at the front of the centipede. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. be the front. No, you wouldn't be the middle. Or uh, middle's the worst. Well, no, no, obviously, no, no. middle's the worst. No, the last is the worst. The last is the worst. Because then you yeah. get you get done by some creepy guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be in the end. Finish this off, right? (laughs) Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Yeah. (laughs) Had a line. I forgot it. It's it's over. It's done. (laughs) It's done.